When I was very young, even before attending kindergarten, some of my fondest memories were climbing up on my father's lap after dinner. Mom would wash the dishes while my dad and I would watch television together. Since my dad was a military officer, this included a large dose of World War II-themed television, which was popular in the mid-1960s, and something that my mom was not particularly interested in. I recall watching endless hours of shows with evocative titles like Combat and The Desert Fox. In these shows, the Germans were the enemy. They were depicted as a very clever, but always an evil one. When I turned five, it was time for me to attend kindergarten. And I was sent off to the local public school, Smith Road Elementary. I remember it as a gigantic, imposing, dark red brick building. I remember the mountainous concrete stairs leading up to a pair of massive double doors. I also remember the coldness of the well-worn brass door handles, which I had to tug on with all my strength in order to open the doors and enter the building. I can, to this day, over 50 years later, recall with absolute clarity the school principal, Mr. Herman. To my horror, he was German. My dad even referred to him as Herman the German. His English was near perfect, but he did carry that unmistakable accent of an immigrant from Der Motherland, Deutschland. In my five-year-old mind, the distrust of Mr. Herman was immediate and fully understandable. Not because he was an immigrant. I knew other immigrants. Nor because he was an authority figure. It was simply because he was German. In a weird sort of way, this made me a better behaved kid. All I could imagine were the horrors that awaited me if I was so unfortunate as to be sent to that evil German who sat behind the large desk in the principal's office. I had managed to avoid all interactions with Herman the German until the fall of the third grade. Late in that fall, I had been delayed at school for some reason and left half an hour after all the other kids had rushed home. When I pushed my way through those massive doors and outside the building, I noticed police lights blinking down off to the corner of the schoolyard. Being the curious eight-year-old that I was, I ran down the street and joined the crowd that had formed at the corner of Kelton and Smith Road. There, laying in the street, protected by a police car on one side and an officer directing traffic around the scene on the other, lay a boy, one of my classmates, the crowd kept a respectable distance from the scene. I could feel the sense of angst and uncertainty. There was this eerie desire to see, but not to be involved. Listening to the murmurs around me, I soon understood that he had been hit by a car, a car which had then sped off. There, kneeling by the boy, was Mr. Herman. He had removed his sport coat and had laid it across the boy's body where it had fallen, lying motionless there in the street. I could see Mr. Herman shivering in the cold of that late fall afternoon. He was holding the boy's hand as we waited for an ambulance to arrive. Later, I would find out that no one had thought to notify the boy's parents. I remember that. I knew where they lived. But, like the rest of the crowd, I was paralyzed by the scene. When the ambulance finally did arrive, the attendants tried to take over, 
It was long clear to everyone that the boy was dead. But unlike in the movies and television shows, no one had bothered to cover his face. The boy just laid there on his back, head to the side, hair disheveled across his face, with his eyes staring off into nowhere. There was no rush. There was no reason to hurry anymore. And then, as the attendants in White Hospital wear, tried to remove the dead boy's hand from Mr. Herman's grasp. There was a struggle. Mr. Herman refused to let go. One of the attendants bent over and whispered to Mr. Herman while the other gently tugged on the arm of the dead boy. Mr. Herman began weeping openly. As he relinquished his grip, Mr. Herman was trying to hold on to something much, much more than I could understand at that age. Afterwards, as I walked home silently by myself, I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed for assuming Mr. Herman to be somehow evil. I felt ashamed for being unable to run off to the boy's home to alert his parents. I felt ashamed for the crowd, which I was part of, for somehow only being spectators and not being able to help in any way. To this day, decades later, I still feel ashamed when I think about that day. Why? Why?